Welcome to the Money Attractor Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Adams. All right, I think we are live here on the different platforms. I am live on, I believe, LinkedIn, Facebook, both of my accounts, as well as YouTube. So I hope everybody's doing great. But those of you who do not know who I am, <laughs> I am Janae Adams. I'm an international speaker and author. I go around the world sharing my story of how I paid off $50,000 of debt in two years. But this uh, live right now, which I'm on Instagram as well as with all of you, is about money tips for high school graduates. And the reason I am doing this live, because you probably think to yourself, well, they graduated like a month ago. Well, I am seeing some high school graduates that I know already making these mistakes. <laughs> so I wanted to do an actual live because I haven't done a live yet. I've done uh, blog posts. I've done um, different posts on Instagram and LinkedIn about these money tips, but not really talked about them um, for the last. I've been speaking for like the last 10 years. And in those 10 years, I have spoken to over 80,000 people. And I would say 65, 70,000 of those people have been students, whether they're in high school or college. So it's something that I have. I'm very passionate about. I want to help whether it's high school students or college students, I want them to win financially and to make the best decisions possible that they can make right now uh, before they get out into the world. <laughs> and so for high school graduates, this is a very important time to take these money tips, take them seriously, because like I said in the description, what you do right now with your money and the decisions you make financially could mean the difference between excelling financially for the rest of your life or trying to catch up financially for the rest of your life. So let's get started into the tips, okay? So the first tip for those who have just graduated high school is keep applying for scholarships. When I first posted this tip, um, I said, keep applying for scholarships throughout the summer, which is what I really want you to do. But for as long as you are in someone's college all right whether you go to a two-year or four-year you need to be searching and applying for scholarships the entire time until you stop you're going to graduate school you're going to med school still applying for scholarships okay um you could have been applying all the way from you know six years old there are scholarships for college for those who are in who are six years old trust me all right and they're not two thousand dollars scholarships they're like ten and twenty thousand dollars scholarships so you could have been applying for scholarships all the way back then so whenever i speak to high school students people you know somebody who's in the 11th grade asked me well um miss janae should i be applying for scholarships yeah is it too early to i'm like no you could have been doing it you know since you were six years old so apply for scholarships non-stop this summer and as long as you are in school why i say non-stop because guess what college for the most part is not free yes there are a lot of institutions because they just receive stimulus money are making the next year free but that does not mean they are going to stay free they are saying it is free <laughs> for the year of 2021, 2022, that does not mean it's going to be free going forward. So you can get in there for free and have this whole year. And then you, you're trying to figure out, okay, now how am I going to pay for the next year of this two-year degree? Or how am I going to pay for these next three years? I got in here for free for the first year. And now how am I going to pay for the rest? 
that's why you need to be applying for scholarships nonstop so you can, you know, take and, you know, I hear students tell me all the time what well, applications I have to do and the essays I have to do. Some scholarships is just putting your name into basically a hat online and they pick out a thousand dollar winner. OK, they pick, you know, Scholarly does that all the time, especially on Instagram. So those who follow me on Instagram know that I always try to share those little, you know, one thousand, two thousand dollar giveaways that they do every month. But it's it's not always going to be an essay. All right. It's not always going to be an essay. Um, those of you who have high school students who have heard me speak and you've heard me do my scholarship searching workshop, you know that even if it is an essay that you can easily get through those with the, you know, the tips and strategies I've given you, that's what you keep doing the rest of the time you're in school. Use those strategies I get, I have given you for essays to make them really easy and to fly through those applications. Okay. But if you take, people always say, well, it takes too long too. guess what? Let's say you take an hour to fill out a scholarship and it gets you $10,000. Where else are you going to work for an hour and get $10,000? Look at applying for scholarships as a part-time job, okay? As a part-time job. All right, number two, open up a free savings account. If you don't already have a free savings account open, there are plenty of banks and credit unions around the country, wherever you are, that have free savings accounts for high school students and college students. And even if it's a credit union, some credit unions, maybe $5 to open up one, but that $5 goes into your savings account. So it's still basically free. All right. It's still basically free. So I'm showing you how to bring money in through scholarships and some of these other tips. You need somewhere to put it. All right. You need somewhere safe to put it where it's hard for you to get your hands on it. All right. So make sure you open a free savings account and maybe put some hurdles in front of you to keep you from taking the money out. For example, some institutions, financial institutions, banks and credit unions, sometimes they will allow you to put certain hurdles like you have to come into the bank in order to get money out. And how many of us know we hate to go, we don't want to go in anyone's bank to get anything, okay? If it can't be done in the drive-thru, even me, like I don't want to ever come inside if I don't have to. So that's a hurdle that you can put in front of you to keep you to keep the money in there. The money that you bring in, whether it's from scholarships or other places, there needs to be a safe place for it. It doesn't need to be under your mattress. It doesn't need to be somewhere that you can easily get your hands on it because you want to be able to put that money in a safe place and build it up. And that brings me to tip number three for high school graduates is that you should be working this summer. Okay, we're already a month into it. You still got about a month and a half before you go to school. And even when you get to school, you should start looking for a work study or some other ways to make some money, even if it's working virtually. All right. But you need to be working this summer and working going forward and save the money you are making. All right. Save the money you are making. Why? Because your emergencies that you had in high school are going to be a lot bigger in college period they're gonna be a lot bigger in college just to give you an example because this is what this is the amount of money i want you to save if you're going to college and you're already in college i want you to save five hundred dollars period not less five hundred dollars starting off or more okay five hundred dollars now understand this there are going to be emergencies in college right and they are going to cost you some money for example 
let's say that you decide to go to college out of um, the state that you live in. Let's say that you live in Texas and you decide to go to college in North Carolina. All right. You can't just hop, skip and jump back home if something happens. So if something happens at home and you need to get back to Texas in the next couple of days, you best believe that flight is going to be close to $500 to get you home in that emergency. So you got one emergency. That one example could wipe out your entire emergency fund, okay, of that $500. That's why I said $500 or more because of the things that can happen. You can get to school and let's say you have a car, your brakes go out and you need your car to get to work. So now your job is in jeopardy because of your breaks. That emergency fund can help with that. Let's say you get to college and you didn't know a week into your class. All of a sudden, a professor said you need a book and the book is $250. Guess what? That's what the $500 emergency fund is for, to handle the emergencies so you're not stressed out in college. Now, I speak to a lot of first gen students okay first generation students for those who don't know what that is i'm a first generation college graduate myself so i understand financial emergencies and how they can derail us from our college education this 500 is going to keep you from falling into that trap okay but it is to be kept safe in that free savings account so that is tip one two three so if you're just joining me on instagram or on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube. Um, these are the money tips I have for high school graduates. The first one, keep applying for scholarships throughout the summer as long as you are in college, okay? Number two, open up that free savings account, all right, immediately. So you can have some <laughs> somewhere to put this money. And number three, work and save this summer and get you at least $500 saved up or more, all right? When you get further along in the college, when you get your third year, I need that to be a thousand dollars or more. But right now, for the first couple of years, it could be five hundred dollars. And every time that you have to use that emergency fund that I'm talking about, that five hundred dollars, you have to use it. Let's say two hundred dollars of it. You need to make sure you get the two hundred dollars back in there. It always needs to be at five hundred dollars or more. Okay, always needs to be at five hundred dollars or more. Tip number four: Make sure your financial aid is in place. I don't care what college you're going to and how great you think they are and what they do and they're so organized and whatever. You need to make sure your financial aid is in place before you arrive on campus, because if you don't, you're going to have the sad face. All right. <laughs> you're going to have the sad face. So before you even get there, you need to make sure that your tuition is where it needs to be. Your room and board, if you're going to a four year, even some years, have, some two years have um, um, dorm rooms as well. So I'm going to say it for everybody. Make sure your <laughs> room and board is in place. OK, make sure everything is in place financially before you step on anyone's campus, because by the time you get there for orientation or first date, all that kind of stuff, guess what? So is everybody else. And everybody else who has issues with financial aid is also there with you and is going to be complaining and in front of the financial aid people's faces. So if you already have that under control and in place where you get there, everything is smooth. You get your paperwork together, you go get your books and you go to your room and you unpack and you get ready for class for whenever it starts. But don't 
think that everything is just going to fall in place because of whatever institution you're going to make sure that it's right before you get there. When I was in college, and I mean, I still see the horror stories today across the country. People get to a college and everything is not paid for. What they thought that scholarship came in and paid for this, it didn't get there yet. All right. Things that were supposed to be covered that said it in their award letter, it wasn't covered the way they thought it was. They misunderstood what was said in the award letter and they thought something was a grant and it really was a loan, but you ain't went and got the loan yet. It's a lot of things can happen. So make sure that everything is in place before you get there because you don't want to have to deal with that kind of headache when you're trying to get ready to start your college career. Okay. So make sure your money is ready and understand the institutions are going to get their money and they want their money before you start class. And that is every single year, like every single year, every single semester, they want to make sure finances are in place before you start your classes. Okay, so let's start off the right way. Now, number five and the last one, okay? Number five and the last one, control your spending, all right? So if you are a newly high school graduate, please control your spending, all right? Please control your spending. We talked about getting scholarships. We talked about working and saving money. You have to be able to control your spending. It doesn't matter if you're bringing all this money in, working your part-time job, if you're spending all of it. That's what majority of this people in this country do. They <laughs> they work for a dollar and spend a dollar and five cent. Why is that's how you always on a hamster wheel. So you have to be different from that. You have to make a dollar and maybe spend 40 cent of it. All right. And save the rest, because if everything is paid for, especially if you're going to college, if everything is paid for, when you get there by whatever means it might be student loans, it might be scholarships, it might be whoever. If everything is paid for, if your food is taken care of, your room is taken care of, tuition is fine, then you should be saving majority of your money because you really don't have that many expenses. All right. You, you know, put some money to the side for fun. You know, if you want to go partying, if you want to go on one of the trips that the SGA puts together, any of that kind of stuff, that's fine. But you need, you know, if you're working or you're getting a work study job, majority of that money needs to be saved during this time. OK, because you want to be able to walk off of that campus after graduation with good money. <laughs> in that free savings account that I'm talking about, because the whole point of me doing this live, okay, was to just to help you understand that you, this is where you're starting your financial life at, okay? And the decisions you make could determine whether you're on a hamster wheel financially for the rest of your life or you're excelling financially for the rest of your life. That's why I talked about financial aid. You need to be able to go to an institution or go into college not borrowing as much money as <laughs> many people in the past has done, like borrow the least amount to help you get through college. OK, and understand this. If you have student loans and you get a college refund, this is why I tell my college students all the time when I come and speak to them. It's not a refund check. It's like it's not free money. Like you owe that money back. So don't spend it. Save it. OK, so th that's just one thing that you need to be doing. But understand this is your time these next two or four years for you to save as much money as possible before you get out on your own. Okay. This is your opportunity to really gain some money. And I'm not even talking about the time when you're going to get an internship, a paid internship, by the way, 
a paid internship and be able to bring even more money in while everything else is still being paid for. This is your opportunity to get a healthy financial start in your life. And I promise you, there are many adults in your life, parents, grandparents, guardians, aunts, uncles, friends of the family that wish they had these five tips that I just gave you because they would have made a lot of different choices going forward while they were in college, before college, during the summer, before and um, throughout college. Like I said, this is your opportunity to get free money through scholarships. This is your opportunity right now to be working a part time job, putting money in your pockets, get um, getting up to that five hundred dollars emergency fund <laughs> saved up and just really being able to put a cushion in your life, a financial cushion in your life. So you are not feeling any kind of financial stress while you're in college. That's the number one reason. Understand, like I said, I've been speaking to high school and college students and even new employees in corporate America for over 10 years now. All right. And the number one financial, the number one reason students drop out of college and not able to reach their full potential is because of money, period. It is because of money, okay? It's because of something they didn't get paid for. It's because that they had to work too hard to bring in money to be able to pay for school, that they ended up not studying enough and they ended up dropping out of school because of their academics. It's always money and it's always a cycle, okay? So just understand, you know, those tips that I just gave you, that's what they're for, to give you a financial head start before you even get to college and to keep you supported, while you're there all right um so those of you who you know whether you're on instagram or these other platforms those of you who have sat in my workshops who have sat in my keynotes you know what i'm talking about and you of course i share way more with them and we we go through way more different strategies and tips and so forth what i just gave you is definitely basics <laughs> but just understand those who have you know been with me you understand the importance of really building up what i call a treasure chest because you're always going to need it, not only while you're in, in college, but definitely after college as well. So we're trying to build up that foundation right now. And so that's why I want to give you all these tips. These tips is want to build that foundation right now. OK, um, any questions on Instagram? Um, somebody said their 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 baby girl just got their first check from their summer job. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So any questions at all or um, anything, anybody? Because I, I think I can see it here on Restream, but if I can, I definitely will go into my social media and answer any questions after it's done as well. All right. Any questions at all? All right. So if you know any high school graduates, um, parents of high school graduates, guardians of high school graduates, please make sure to share this uh, replay with them so that they will have these tips as well. Like I said, this is a crucial time um that the financial decisions they make over the next couple of months could really help them excel financially going forward for the rest of their lives or have them running on a hamster wheel uh with their finances for the rest of their lives okay all right i hope everybody has a great rest of your day Bye -bye. thank you for listening to this episode of the money attractor podcast I am Janae Adams, and if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a money tip.